Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Another episode of the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast is coming at you today, sponsored by Everyday Custom Apparel by Jessica Harkness. She's a local mompreneur featuring custom apparel and school spirit wear. Visit www.sportswearcollection.com to learn more. So with me today, I am joined by a special guest who was a presenter for one of our masterminds over in our membership community, Dr. Meg Adams. She gave such value, and I just thought the value she shared needed to be spread to the whole world to hear. So thank you so much for coming back on with me today on the Motivated Mompreneur podcast. Thanks, Amy. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit more about yourself. You're a pretty incredible person. Well, I appreciate that. Ditto. Yeah. So thank you. I uh, currently own a business. So I live in Maslin, Ohio. I'm part of the Moms on a Mission. Thank you for this wonderful community, Amy. I've just so enjoyed getting to know women through this community. I own a video production business called Home Place Creative. So we do content marketing, but we specialize in video production. And so I've been doing that with um, my partner for six years. So we're excited. We've been in business a while. And then I also was a former journalist. So a lot of uh, the networking that I've done and the skills that I learned as a journalist uh, really have helped me to rethink the way that I approach people and learn about people and listen to people and share their stories. So that's my whole gig. And I also, as you mentioned, I'm, I don't know if you mentioned, but I'm a, I am a professor. So I teach at the University of Finley. So I've been to academic conferences, presented in that world as well. And so I hope that I can bring that knowledge to listeners today to help them understand a little more um, from each perspective that I have about how to build relationships with people, which is really what business is all about. Absolutely. Relationships are totally key. And one of those ways to build those relationships is like you said, going to different conferences, mm -hmm. but that can feel scary for some people. I, I consider myself an introvert. So going into an unfamiliar situation, it's, it's, it's a little unnerving. And I think a lot of people experience that anxiety. So could you share with us some tips you have of how can we take away some of that anxiety that we feel like, okay, I'm going into this uncharted territory. What, what do I do? I'm just more, I want to run to the corner and just stand there by myself. <laughs> You said it exactly. And I just want to preface this advice that I'm going to give by saying I'm an extrovert. So like I'm a high ENFJ, I'm an Enneagram three, I'm a disc, I'm like a 96% influencer. If people are familiar with the disc and I despised networking events. Okay. And it's not, I think it's because here's why I know why, because prior to, um, kind of understanding business and how to grow business the way that I wanted to, I went into networking events with some of the same attitudes. I bet your listeners are having right now, like, ugh, I'm going to have to go listen to a bunch of people sell themselves. I'm going to have to give every my 60 second elevator pitch, mm -hmm. which why do they call it an elevator pitch? Like, oh, uh, <laughs> and I, I just flipped my mindset, Amy. And I flipped my mindset from what can I get out of people in this situation to what can I give? Or what can I learn? And so I've when I approach sales and business that way, 
from an attitude of like, it's not about me. It's about them. Like I'm trying to learn more about their lives, um, learn more about their businesses, think about how I can help, help them. That has really taken that pressure off, but it's also made it more exciting when you think about going to a networking event, especially, um, like you said, when you're going on your own. So a lot of these conferences, I mean, academic conferences, especially were really intimidating. And I would go, you know, I'm flying on a plane. I'm going by myself. I don't, I don't know people. I'm staying in a hotel. This is like not my jam particularly. Um, but then you have to go talk to a bunch of academics. So I think that that when I, when I start, stopped to see it as like one of my friends put it as an ego fest, um, and started to mm. really focus on giving, I think it just changed my entire mindset. And I've been so much more, it's been so much more beneficial time-wise to be at these events. So that's the first thing I would say. And it's the, it seems hard, but it's just like a, a flip of perspective. Yeah. Mindset is so key. And I feel like this is something we almost touch upon every episode mm-hmm. because it is so important. And when you can make those, those small mindset shifts, that's when the change starts to happen. Mm-hmm. So tell us more about your mindset. So when you're going in, you said, okay, I want to learn more about the other person. How do you start that conversation? What do you do? Sure. Okay. So I really don't like the question. What do you do? (laughs) We all get that. It's okay if you've done it because I've done it too. So don't knock yourself. We all have. This is like, we're like, Oh, what do you do? I actually just go in with like a much easier question, which will sometimes be like, have you been to this event before? Or like, if I was going to the confidence cells and I'd be like, how do you know Amy? Or like, how did you find out about moms on a mission? Or like, where do you live? Like, I try to find out pieces about people that like bring the veil of business and sales down and just like focus on getting to know people. So as a journalist, I would always do this before I got into like the meat of the interview. I would just be like, Hey, where are you from? You know, what are you, you know, simple things like you have kids, like, well, mom's on a mission. We know like there's this, how many right. kids do you, have? you know? Um, Cause then you can make a connection. And if you make a connection, um, then you, it'll, the conversation will usually naturally lead to like, what do you do? But in a way that there's a foundation of knowledge and care about somebody's life. And that's like a true connection. Like that'll be the thing when you follow up on LinkedIn or via email, or maybe go visit their mm-hmm. store. Like they'll remember you. Like those yeah. are the things that we remember about people. Cause we're asking about, we, it just shows that you want to get to know them and you're not interested on just from what you can get from them. Exactly. Which sometimes I think, I don't know, it's been ingrained in us that, you know, you have to go in with your elevator pitch. It's Mm -hmm. okay. Here, I'm going to ask this person what I do or what they do. And then I'm going to have to go into my spiel about what I do. And it just feels awkward and it feels icky. It does feel I icky. I don't, I don't think the there's any other way. <laughs> right. Exactly. Other than icky. And yeah. you just don't leave feeling like you made that authentic connection. Mm-hmm. But you know, when you dive deep and you start asking these questions, you find sometimes you have the most random things in common. And I love finding yeah. that out about people. I, re- I remember from your mastermind presentation, you were talking about chickens with <laughs> one of the women <laughs> At an event that you read into, I mean, of all things, chickens, but it's right. crazy how yeah. many people have chickens now. Yes. Well, it's enjoying the conversation. It's enjoying, I think everybody enjoys the conversation. First of all, people like to talk about themselves. Okay. We mm-hmm. all know that if you can hone your listening skills, 
um, to ask people questions that they feel comfortable talking about, like they're going to feel a deeper connection to you. And if, if they're, um, a like-minded individual, they'll ask you questions about yourself. And like you said, you can make those connections, but I like making those connections on a, a value-based model. So it's more like, mm -hmm. let me get to know you. Let me learn uh, what your passions are, what you care about. And then I'm naturally going to understand more about your business. And, and also this is where it can, I think, happen much more uh, authentically and genuinely, as you mentioned, like once I know your value system and we, maybe we do click over chickens, right. Or we mm -hmm. click over like our favorite, you know, whatever, I don't know, like coffee place or something, right. right? right. Like we'll click. And then I will naturally be like, Oh, this is a, a person who I understand. And I want to support. And then yes. I'm genuinely going to be able to refer you out versus like, Oh, I, I, I don't think we live in an environment where, um, how to put this we're like we're just going to refer somebody out because we met them at a conference and got their card one time right like I just want to get to know you and see if you are a person that mm -hmm. I would I click with and right. if I don't click with you that's fine too right, right. I think that's another exactly. thing people don't understand about business is like you aren't not everybody might not be your ideal client but they might right. be somebody else's ideal client too right yes and I yes. think that's a key point going into it just do you click? Do you not click? But have a genuine interest in people and their journeys before you try to sell them something. Right. And it's that that building of community. I can't tell you how many times I've I've referred another mom just because, all right, I may not be able to help you with this particular mm -hmm. service or something you're looking for, or need help with, but I know someone who can. And again, it's building that community, that abundance mindset. And, you know, when you start talking to people, isn't it crazy how small of a world this is? Absolutely. Six degrees of separation, oh right? Gosh, of it's course. Insane. Yeah. It's yeah. absolutely insane. And I want to thank you because the strategies you taught me helped. I went to a conference a few weeks ago and oh. I registered for it on a whim. I knew no one that was attending, but like you said, you know, I went forward trying to learn more about them, mm -hmm. learning more about the other person, taking that spotlight off of myself. And it made it so much less awkward. I didn't feel as anxious. It's like, okay, you know, I don't know what I'm getting myself into, but diving deep into learning more about them, it took that pressure off of me and was incredible. So for anybody that's like, I don't know. Is it really that easy? Yeah, it, it is. is. It, it is, really, isn't it? it really I'm so, is. thank you for sharing that, Amy. Cause I will say that was a big flip for me. Uh, and I think it's true. And you said it, everyone goes into these events where they feel like they have to perform. And when you ask somebody a question about their lives, instead of like, what do you do? Like, Hey, or, and, and again, those, those questions that are, you know, you go into a group or you're feeling awkward or you're standing by yourself, like you see somebody else standing by themselves, you know, Hey, how do you, how'd you hear about moms on a mission? Or like, um, it can be simple. Like, have you read a good book lately? Or what are you into? Like these questions put people at ease. And that's nice. when you can have an authentic conversation. You're not, you're gonna, it's going to be inauthentic if every, if you're performing, which I think is why people, as you stated at the beginning, like 
don't like networking events. Right. Exactly. Right. And then, you know, it, it translates into sales because absolutely it comes easy then because mm-hmm. you've learned about how you can serve that person best. Mm-hmm. You're not leading off the bat with, okay, I've got this course and you need to buy it. It's okay. Can I genuinely serve this person? Maybe I know mm-hmm. of a free resource they can mm-hmm. even look into, but mm-hmm. you're building that no like, and trust factor exactly. by being authentic which absolutely doesn't feel icky. It takes that ick factor away, which is so (laughs) vital. And I just think that is fabulous. Yeah. And then the other piece I would add that's important, like if you do make a great connection, make sure that you're following up. So social media is a great way to follow up. I love, I will do that. So I will do that within 24 hours usually. Mm -hmm. And so I know we have lots of, I know you have people in your community who are like me and are time blockers. (laughs) You use it. I will block time like right after a conference to write a personalized note to somebody like the chickens. Like that's even better if you find something, whatever you have in common. I met you at this conference and oh my gosh, here's some tips about the chickens. I'm really excited to connect and follow you. And again, if you, social media is a way to stay involved, stay in the conversation and it allows them to see what you're doing too. I can't tell you, um, it was really interesting. I was looking at our sales numbers. I look at them every quarter and we're, we're in a new quarter. <laughs> now I'm crazy fourth quarter already. Yes, I can't believe it. And so one of the things I do is I track like where each, client comes from. And let me tell you, most of them are referrals, but what was really interesting was beyond the referrals. I'm like, if you trace it back to that, like maybe one or two people, which I usually can do. I'm like, how did that person find me? And some of them were like, one of them was a person I I was in a workshop with seven years ago. And she was the, before I started my business. Now I've been researching storytelling for years. So they know people, I think associate me with that at this point, but she was like, well, I knew you were doing video because we follow each other on LinkedIn. And I had this opportunity at work and you were the first person I thought of seven years, Amy. So, and I mean, it wasn't like we had talked every day, but you know, we had made the connection in face-to-face and mm-hmm. she was updated on what I was doing because she'd see a pop-up in her newsfeed every once in a while. And so, you know, then that person refers you to another person because you right. do great work for them. So I really would tell people that, as you know, and I'm sure everybody has heard, like it really is about networking, yeah. but I like to think of it as like sowing seeds because you're not... I think sometimes we get the wrong idea and I know this happens in some industries, but it's it's... You, you might go to a conference and meet somebody and have a great connection and they might not even be your ideal client right now, right. but they might know your ideal client or they yes. might be your ideal client seven, eight years down the road. And if you make a heartfelt connection with somebody um, and you, again, then you follow up and that's, I love social media for this because you can link up and you can stay a part of their journey. They can stay a part of yours, even if it's just popping in here and there and supporting each other, then you really never know. You know, that's, you're sowing seeds. I love that analogy. Like you're just sowing seeds and it's fun. I I think we all, especially after the pandemic are craving human connection. And this is a way to do it. That isn't about sales, but it is in a way, right? Right. Exactly. Because you're magnetizing, you know, that energy. You're attracting those Mm -hmm. ideal clients. Mm -hmm. You're putting yourself out there, which can be scary, but you're not having to fight for, okay, where am I going to find my next client? Where, because mm-hmm. they're drawn to you. They know that you're offering these services. Even if you're hearing crickets, 
you never know. Like you said, seven years, this yep. woman has been watching you and mm -hmm. she may not have engaged with every post, mm -hmm. but she knew what you were doing because you kept showing up because mm -hmm. you put yourself out there and provided value mm -hmm. that when she did need you, it was like, oh, oh yeah, Meg does this. Yep. I know her. I like mm -hmm. her. I trust her. She's my girl. Yeah, oh, done. Exactly. It's easy. Yeah. But it's a slow grow. You yeah. Know, it's, it's not just yep. instant success. That's it. But yeah. I think it's more powerful. And I think in the long game, I, I agree, more beneficial. And it's, sure. it's, it's just a better, more fulfilling experience overall, instead yeah. of fighting, you know, kind of fighting against something, like you said, it's like having people drawn to you and having that abundance mindset so that you don't feel desperate about, I know it's hard, especially right. when you start your business. It's so easy to compare yourself. It's so easy. I have worked with people who have had that mindset and I think it really, Oh man, it hurts you so much in business. It's hard, but it, I understand, like I empathize so deeply with that. It's something that I've had to work on myself to say, there's enough for all of us to right. be in this space. Right. And like you said, you just need to show up and make a genuine, like if you can think of going into a networking event and just looking to make a genuine connection and not potentially like sell, sell in the moment, the experience is going to be so much one more fruitful, but also more enjoyable, which will make you get momentum to want to do more of it. Right. Exactly. And it truly is about creating that momentum and it's hard to get into that abundance mindset, especially when you are first starting. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I myself, I struggled with it as well. And, but when you dive into it, the psychology behind it is really interesting because mm -hmm. it all goes back to that, that primal scarcity okay, I need more, 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 more Absolutely. to survive. So it's mm -hmm. ingrained in us. But once you identify it, then you can realize, okay, we can move past this now. Yeah. So that is phenomenal. And I'm so glad you touched upon that. You know, last week I heard a quote and um, it was, you are only one connection away from a completely different life. And that hit home because wow, you never know who's going to be in the room. Mm -hmm. You never know who you're going to get introduced to. So mm -hmm. stepping out into these new experiences and situations, I think is one of the scariest yet easiest ways to grow our business because we are providing value. We're showing up. We're building those connections. We're sowing those seeds. Like you said, yeah. I'm glad that you brought that up to Amy, because one of the things that helped me out, because I think it's not easy. Like I hope listeners, they're like, yes, okay. Maybe they're fired up and they're like, I'm going to try to do this. But then, like you said, it is definitely human nature. And I've mm -hmm. worked on this as well to have that mindset. And I like the neuroscience behind it is fascinating. It is, I always it call is. it like, my lizard it. brain. It's just trying to protect me, but we don't need this today. Right. <laughs> Thank you. You know, you have to become self-aware, but it's okay. So I'm saying this to say, it's easy to fall back into like anxiety and like, oh, like, yes. so one thing that I would also advise is I started doing this before events. Cause I still get nervous. I mean, mm -hmm. I've, but I speak all the time. I get nervous every time I still, you know, even though I have networked a lot, I do it a lot. It's not necessary when I'm done. I'm always happy. I did it. Let's put it that yes. way. I always walk out. I'm like, oh, it's so great. But like, usually when I'm going to do it, I'm like, I have these moments of like, Oh, do I want to do this today? I'd much rather just read a book, especially this time of year with you yeah. know my tea, <laughs> my hot, the, yeah. So I, one thing that I do is to pump myself up or to be it. what you said about mindset is absolutely critical. I have started, um, 
saying a prayer in the car mm-hmm. before I go into the event. And I actually do this before sales calls or meetings. Um, like I try to stay in the right mindset where like, if there are people here that I can serve and who can be served by me, like it, or like that I can help in any way. Like, I, again, I don't know what this looks like, but please guide them to me. Please give me the right attitude walking in here. And then you can just meditate on that a little bit so that when you like right before so that when you walk into that space, you do show up with the energy and the, um, the energy that you want. I think that is really important too. It's just in that moment. Um, cause I think we all get nervous and we all are going to very naturally want to perform or position mm-hmm. ourselves, like you said, but it's good to, if you go in, in the right spirit, I have found that that makes a difference. And I, you know, who I read that from Bern, you know, who does that? Brene Brown does that. She's she, incredible. Every, she she's, I know, isn't that? And I read that. I was reading one of her books. It was like a little sentence or two somewhere where she said, she says a little prayer every time before she gives a big presentation. And she says, let the audience take what they need. I hope somebody needs this. And it's like, Brene Brown. Yeah. <laughs> Brene Brown. Yeah. So like, if Brene Brown does this, of right. course I'm going to do it. But I will say that has been a game changer. And that's a little useful tip because I, it, it, you can do that anytime. You know, right. you can go to the bathroom if you're, you, whatever you need, if you need that space, like it will put you back in that service oriented, value oriented. I'm here to yes. make a genuine connection. Please help them find me. Please help me show up in a way that they will be attracted to, to me and, and then we'll find each other. I do believe in that, right. that. I know some people that's a little hippy dippy, but I, I truly believe it helps. <laughs> hippy dippy. I love that. No, but it truly is beautiful what you touched upon because how often do we forget to breathe. How often do we forget to be in the moment? So just, and even taking, I forget what the the science is, like, you know, a few deep breaths can totally calm down Mm -hmm. our nervous system and get us Mm -hmm. out of that, that fight or flight mode and bring us back to why we're truly here, what the mission truly is, what we're trying to accomplish. Right. And you can be present and then you can listen. Right. And that's, those are the two keys, I think, to, to solid networking. Oh my gosh. Incredible information. Well, Meg, you have done some pretty big things in your day. Um, I'm going to want you to toot your own home horn for a second because you have a TED talk. You have done a TED Ooh, talk. Like that. I did a TEDx talk. Yeah. Last year. Uh, yes. It was great. Yep. There is some incredible information you can learn from Meg. So if you want to find more information about that, if you just go on YouTube and type it in, you can find it. Do you have an easier way? Is it linked on your social media page too? Yeah. So um, I'm, yeah, I'm at drmegadams.com too. Like you can find all my information there. So it's linked there. So that's right. right. So if you were looking for more information, please be sure to check that out because the value that Meg brings to the table is truly incredible. And I just, I truly Mm -hmm. appreciate you and your value and everything you stand for. I'm so glad our paths have crossed. Me too. I was just having coffee with someone this morning and I was like, have you heard of Moms on a Mission? Because Amy is fantastic. There's a directory. It's so wonderful. And this is the power of connection. Like I stumbled across social media and here we are talking today, right? Right. So that's another- Another good example of how, how this can work. Right. It's truly community over competition. It's Mm -hmm. sharing our strengths and supporting one another. Yeah. Well, Meg, thank you so much for taking time out of your crazy busy life to (laughs) chat with us today. You shared so many valuable nuggets of knowledge with us and we can't wait to learn more about you. So be sure to check Meg out. 
And also don't forget tickets are for confidence sales are on sale for one more week. We close ticket sales on October 19th. So to grab yours, visit themomsonamission.com.